Welcome to the Self-Love Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Rosenberg. I am the author of The Human Magnet Syndrome, The Codependent Narcissist Trap, and the creator of the Codependency Cure and Hitch Trauma Resolution Treatment Programs. If you identify with codependency, which I renamed the Self-Love Deficit Disorder, or you're caught in the crosshairs of narcissistic abuse or gaslighting, you've come to the right place. Expect the very best information that I know, whether from my own personal journey of recovery or through my 35 years of professional experience. What separates my work from others is my understanding of the origin of the problem, the solutions, and the necessity to take responsibility for one's broken picker that always points them to the dream of the soulmate, but the nightmare of the cellmate. So join my self-love recovery community and set your sights on the cure, self-love abundance. So today I'm going to talk about malignant narcissists, the most dangerous and harmful narcissists there are. To understand malignant narcissists, you have to understand what is a sociopath or what is someone with an antisocial personality disorder. Simply, this is a person that has no empathy, who can commit crimes, violence, sexual crimes, um, any type of crime without having remorse or empathy. There is a difference between what I would call the garden variety narcissist and the malignant narcissist. The malignant narcissist actually is a combination of three personality disorders. We think of narcissistic personality disorder, we think of paranoid personality disorder, and we think of antisocial personality disorder or sociopathy or the sociopath. The malignant narcissist is the narcissist who thinks only about himself, who, who is entitled and grandiose, but yet they believe that they deserve the world's attention, a person's attention, society's attention, so much that they will go to any means to secure that. They also are paranoid. They are, they, they are suspicious that people are going to hurt them, take their power away, want to take what they so deserve. They are antisocial or they're, they're sociopaths. They have uh, little to no remorse for the people they hurt because they deserve um, what they need or what they're going to take if they believe it is, um, it, it is their right or it belongs to them. The malignant narcissist is the type of narcissist you should be very afraid of because they can, unlike the sociopath, seem normal in a relationship. What differentiates the malignant narcissist from someone who's um, ASPD or someone who's a sociopath is malignant narcissists have empathy for those they believe belong to them, to those they believe will follow them. They can be in a relationship. Let's look at Hitler. On the outside, it looks like all of these mass murderers were sociopaths or psychopaths, but that's not the case because psychopaths, as, as we understand, are really unable to have a relationship. They don't desire a relationship. In fact, the idea of being in a relationship is, is not that satisfying for them. But the malignant narcissist enjoys, appreciates, and will do almost anything to have followers to protect others, um, to represent a community, a city, a country. And this malignant narcissist will do anything to protect themselves. So let's think about Hitler, Stalin, for that matter. I mean, we know how many millions of people um, Hitler killed. 
uh, many people don't know that Stalin is responsible for the deaths between 20 and 60 million people. We'll never know exactly because of, of, of his paranoid, secretive, and highly top secret methods of hiding the trails of the murders that he and his people committed. But these individuals, as malignant narcissists, they loved, needed, and required people to love them. They rose to power by representing themselves as a savior of types, a person who can uh, protect them from the oppressor. Fidel Castro is another example. People believed in them. They thought that they would be, uh, be represented and protected. So the malignant narcissist enjoys, if not gets off, on the idea of protecting people and being uh, protecting the motherland or the fatherland. But during their ascent to power, they will kill, murder, and hurt anyone who gets in their way, similar to a sociopath, because their narcissistic urge to get power and to protect their legion of followers um, compels them to do almost anything. And once in power, the malignant narcissist will maintain his or her um, power structure that will, by itself, keep it up, keep it going so that no one can threaten it. The garden variety narcissists are pretty obvious if you look for them. These are the, the self-centered, the conceited, the grandiose, the entitled, the people that talk all the time, the people that want to argue and say it's their idea, the people that if you confront, they will deny it and get mad at you and say it's your fault, you know, the regular narcissist. And then we talked about the covert narcissist uh, a while ago, and which is on my other video, um, the covert narcissist of wolf in sheep's clothing. The covert narcissist, of course, pretends to be um, normal to gain power and projects this loving, giving, um, and altruistic side. But the malignant narcissist, this is a tricky one. Let me give you an example of a malignant narcissist in a relationship. Typically, um, these individuals present themselves like any narcissist, as important, as worthy of um, love, admiration. They present themselves as bold and dynamic. Um, but the malignant narcissist, unlike the garden variety narcissist, has an aggressive edge, has anger, talks about all the people that have hurt him in a way that elicits sympathy or empathy. Remember, as I've talked about in my book and my trainings, Narcissists are able to compel codependents to want to be in a relationship with them. So this might sound kind of unrealistic, but if you're a, a codependent and you have not been in therapy, you'll know that you are susceptible to the guile and the manipulation um, of the malignant narcissist. You will see him as this um, poor individual um, who has been hurt, disregarded, um, marginalized, and you're going to feel sorry for him, as he is going to present himself as his victim, who is going to make you want to support him. The codependent is going to understand these stories, is going to comprehend um, these stories and feel badly. And the malignant narcissist is very good at eliciting, symp eliciting sympathy. Remember, they have that psychopathy, that sociopathy, that antisocial personality disorder edge. They are able to lie. They are able to manipulate. They're able to cheat in order to get what they need. And just like a sociopath, they do it believably.
So the codependent falls in love with this individual, this malignant narcissist who seems so bold and charming and their anger and their resentment for those who have hurt them is believable. They want to believe in this person because they have, they have set the stage for their own victimization in a way that you want to protect them. You want to fight their fight. Um, this person is going to, um, is going to manipulate the codependent and entrap the codependent. And once they, and once they have that individual ensnared or entrapped in their relationship, that is when their sociopathy comes out. That is when, if you cross them, they will do anything to maintain their power. This is the narcissist that will beat you, that will hurt you, that will um, manipulate others in order to get you or to um, ensure that you follow what he needs. Unlike the sociopath, the malignant narcissist needs your relationship, wants you to love him or her gets upset if you don't love him or her. He really wants to connect to you. And all of a sudden, once we are in this relationship and we are connected through what I call the human magnet syndrome, which probably means you're codependent, you'll find out that this person is paranoid. He's suspicious that people are out to get him. He will do anything to maintain his relationship with you. He'll tell you not to believe your mother not to believe your, your best friends, because in his paranoid mind, people are trying to break you up and end the relationship. His sociopathic side, his psychopathic side will come out. He will do things to others to maintain his power over you. He will send them letters um, and he will call them. He will pretend to represent you in a way that ends that relationship and manipulates your friend, your family, to, to have negative, if not angry thoughts about you. The malignant narcissist is very scary because they will stop at nothing to maintain what is important to them. And, sim and what is important to them is their narcissistic needs for validation, affirmation, importance, and money. It sometimes is difficult to diagnose a malignant narcissist because often we want to jump to the conclusion that they're a psychopath or a sociopath, or as we say in the psychological field, has antisocial personalities, antisocial personality disorder. But the difference is they really want you to love him. They really want the relationship. But if they, if you get in their way, if somehow you cross their path, they'll hurt you. And the empathy, not much. Because the empathy that narcissists have, including malignant narcissists, is really about how this person that they the, the per this person that they feel close to or empathy with, it's really about how it impacts them. So in conclusion, malignant narcissists are the most dangerous of all narcissists. If you'd like to find out more information about malignant narcissists, I would like to recommend that you read my book, The Human Magnet Syndrome, Why We Love People Who Hurt Us, or go to humanmagnetsyndrome.com. 
and uh, consider purchasing one of my seminars, which are on many of the topics I talk about, including this. Um, this particular topic is, in, um, is, is contained within the training called Codependence and, Nar and Narcissist Understanding the Attraction. Like always, I've enjoyed having this connection with you. Thank you for viewing this video, and thank you even more for not forgetting about how important you are and how important our, our needs are. We all deserve to be loved. And if you're a codependent or someone who has been manipulated by a malignant narcissist, or for that matter, any type of emotional manipulator, don't give up. There's hope. Take care, and I'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Building a self-love recovery community means the world to me. Spread the word. Let people know what we're talking about. And until we meet next, I'd like to leave you my favorite of all sayings by George Eliot. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Don't forget that. Our future is in our hands, despite what anyone has told you before. You can be the self-love abundant person you've always dreamt of. It's your birthright.